Mic check one two one two. Hey, what's up, everybody? Yeah, how's it going? So, <laughs> we're here again with only three. Again, again, again. Um, Zach again is in <laughs> Florida, and Nick again um, is not here. And you guys probably think that he doesn't exist, but he does, yeah. and he's gonna be on the podcast at some point. Um, he. Yeah, we're, gonna have to, like, we're gonna. I think. I think we've planned it because, like, we do a lot of planning that goes into these. Oh yeah. Um, that we're gonna have like a special um dental episode, and mm-hmm. he's just gonna kind of take the reins on there. Mm-hmm. And then whenever Zach gets um gets out on bail, he's going to uh kind of tell us about his little time down there, mm-hmm. and also a lot about Disney, which he also likes. But also about prison, which is where he's at. Yeah. Right prison interesting yeah he's i'm pretty sure zach's in prison yeah that's why he hasn't been here mm. if you're mm. curious at all <laughs> that doesn't make sense now because he hasn't been responding to my yeah. texts actually i'm just kidding zach you're, he, you're responding to my texts if you're listening he responds once a week <laughs> also he edits our <laughs> podcast so um how do they do that in prison i don't know they can do that yeah right i don't know i don't know how they got the, the software in prison yeah. to be able to edit our podcasts but yeah, so what do you all want to talk about? Yeah, we were talking about a bunch of stuff earlier, and like we were like, hey, let's start the podcast as we continue this conversation, but now I kind of forgot what we were talking about, so uh, does anyone have any like jumping off points that we want to start with? You were talking about the Biftionary. I'm still going to, so okay. yeah, I'm, still, I'm still trying to look um, look for my sources in here so I don't like misspeak, okay. but if not, I'm just going to go for it. And... He's looking in a Bible, if that's what you... I, yeah, I <laughs> that's like the best source you can look for. I am. I so say. I'm just kind of speed reading Genesis right now. <laughs> Mitch, talk. I'll, I'm oh. listening, I promise. Okay. Um, so, uh, so like, throughout, like, this whole semester, actually, like, this whole, like, time we've been here, we've just kind of, like, been using words such as uh, Biff and uh, Dad Points and uh, put it in the milk, uh, Drop a nickel in the cheese, that's kind of a new one, so we'll kind of talk about that. Um, and we're like, you know what, we just need, like, a place to, like, put all these words in and, like, have definitions for people who, like, aren't very familiar with them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's not just us, like, um, the Lady Show, Bold Moose Show Real Life, shout out to them. Uh, they have words of their own, like, uh, Jitsel and uh, Bold Move and Mold Move and FRLs and uh, other things like that. So we're like, we just need, like, a common place for, like, all of us to have all of our made-up and pretty uh niff words that we're using in a new one that is one of the new oh, ones okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and we haven't like um oh we haven't caught, caught you up we've just added two new words that go with biff so Ooh, yeah. we know that biff has the um larger form griff right so mm-hmm. biff being like a yeah, small the, the participle right mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, sure <laughs> <laughs> we got biff is like a small problem or uh, a small oops and then mm-hmm. a big oops we got his griff right yeah, of course. now we need a big like a bondo yeah mm-hmm. well, well we, we don't no, know that we want the opposite of that oh yeah. plus so, we need another one for that too so we went the opposite way we went niff so we need an opposite for biff that's niff so niff is a good thing niff is to griff as biff is to blank no no niff is to biff, biff. Oh, okay. As, like, up is to down. So it's we, the opposite. Okay, so we need, like, a Mondo good Biff. Yes. Which we got. Yeah. Also. That would be a spiff. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> look into spiffy. Yes, exactly. Okay. Right. So, yeah. yeah, spiffy is the inspiration for the word spiff, and nifty, of course, is the inspiration for the word nif. I can dig it. I can dig it. Appreciate it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that, the idea was like to have a kind of a nif collection of words that we've been using throughout the year. All in one convenient place for people who, you know, aren't super familiar with them as, as us three are. Mm, yeah. I hope at some point the dictionary makes it onto the SIOE um, yeah. website so that like once new people come in and they hear all these terms and stuff like that like wait what does that even mean we can tell them like hey mm-hmm. check the dictionary well I, ma- I imagine like after a certain point like we'd have like a like a class you know just, oh yeah like just like dictionary 101 yeah definitely well that would um, be a biphology which is another biphology. word on the dictionary <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> so uh so like i was talking to somebody yesterday was it yesterday it was no saturday um because uh, she didn't understand what a spiff was, and we used it in a sentence. And uh, so I was trying to explain it to her, and I realized that she didn't even understand what a biff was. So I had to go through the entire mm-hmm. biffology of, like, okay, here's a biff, griff, niff, spiff. And she had, like, so, like, we need a word, and, like, kind of, I think we need, like, a PDF that shows, like, a diagram See, from, what? like, from spiff to griff yeah, and everything in between. Because, like, it's a very relieving thing. Because, like, people don't just have to know everything. Yeah, you know? You know? It's like, that's, that's Mitch's job. To yeah. do all the stuff and just like inform us of like what what we need yeah. to like actually know about. Yeah, I can see class like Biffology one hundred and one just starting off with, mm-hmm. um, and Mitch created Biff, <laughs> and then I mean, went on goes time. on, and then by the end of it, once we got to pass Spiff, and who knows, maybe there will be more. Yeah, but by the end of it, there'll be a time of rest. Um, and yeah, and, and day turns to night. And, yeah, yeah. Let's go for day seven. I just see it, I could just see it as the same way as um, the world was created. That's how we'll explain like yeah. our mythology in the Holly Class <laughs> video. Yes, of course. All right. Well, so I couldn't really find what I was looking for, um, but so as you guys know, we are working through Exodus, and in a lot of the meditations for Exodus, they talk about. Um, knowing yourself as, as a son of God. And I feel like I hear that all the time. And like, I don't really know, um, like in my heart, like what it means. Um, so that's been something I've been taking to prayer a lot the past few days. And I mean, if you guys have any initial thoughts, go ahead. But if not, it's almost in the sense of like how people kind of just don't understand Biff, like Biff we use, we can understand the context clues with a lot of, Mm -hmm. A lot of the times, but at the same time, it's like, wait, what does that truly mean? Yeah. Sometimes we need the dictionary, or in our case, the Bible. <laughs> that's a. It's quite the analogy. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> but, yeah, like a, a few weeks ago, whenever I, whenever I first like thought about that, and I was like, kind of hit me that like I don't really know what it means. Uh, the Sunday, I think it was a Sunday, reading. It was the one from like the the early times in like Jeremiah, the before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And my Bible has a cool little footnote. Um, And it translates, I knew you to, I loved you and I chose you. So like, I don't know. I thought that was pretty good. So like, that's kind of where I started stemming off Um, the the son of God thing. Mm -hmm. Rooted back to what I was looking for um, from, from my high school days. So you guys will just have to I don't know, maybe Bible check me or find this 
better than I could. But so I remember my freshman year of high school, we were working through Genesis and learning about, or maybe it was even eighth grade. I don't know. It was a low maturity time. <laughs> and we were learning about Adam and Eve and it said how Adam knew Eve. And then like they, they brought forth like life and stuff. Um, and before only, only God was like bringing forth life, but now hmm. like, like his creatures were because they knew each other. So us being very mature, um, high school kids were like, Oh, if Adam knew Eve and that's how life got brought out, then, uh, I think you can tell where it's going, <laughs> but like you just had this room full of high, little high school guys like, Oh, I totally know your mom. And then like room just erupts. So that. <laughs> was a memory very close to my heart. Whenever I heard this, I knew you in the womb, um, before you were in the womb. So kind of where I'm heading with it in like a million different directions is that there literally was like a single span of time, like a, like a specific moment um, where I did not exist in the slightest, not at all. But God knew me, he loved me, and he chose me. And from that, hmm. I came here. And that's kind of where I'm sitting with this, what does it mean to be a son of God thing? I think it means, like, at a time, God, your father, loved you, and he chose you. And that's why you're here, and that's why you're his son or daughter. But... That's kind of where I'm at. I have like thoughts and yeah. like they, they're kind of jumbled, but like I didn't know what you guys thought. Yeah. yeah. Here. So, um, what I first think of when I think of it is it's so strong. And I think that's what, like, what it, when I think about it, when you ask that question, like, so, like, what is the Son of God? Like, like what does it mean to be the Son of God? Like, it's so, I feel like the word of like unworthy when I first think of it because it's like so strong, at least in my opinion, of like mm -hmm. understanding that I'm the Son of God. Um, it's like, dang, like, holy cow, like, what does that mean? Like, that means, like, a lot, almost, because there, he's, I'm the son of God, like, if I think of my relationship with my father, uh, being the son of his, like, there's, like, the, um, expectations that I have of being his son, and there's, uh, things I have to do to, um, be of his son, almost, but, like, at the same time, in this context, like, it's, what we have to recognize is that being the son of God is the one thing that God first gives to us. That is, that's the one love that he gives to us that like, um, is the idea of that we didn't have to earn it. Um, it's one thing that he starts off with. You are the son of God and he, um, yeah. So, I think that's where I'm at right now, is that, like, wow, it's so crazy that he's there. But, like, yeah, it's his grasp. That's, like, hearing that, though, is also, like, wow, that's God's grasp of, like, saying, hey, I do mean of you mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. in every way, being that you're my son. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that reminds me of a, there's a, uh, Mike Schmitz, I don't know if it's a podcast or, like, one of his videos. I think it's one of his videos where he says, like, you know, about how, um, we're loved by God, being a son or daughter of, mm -hmm. of God. And, like, how, like, yeah, we hear that every day, and we're like, you know, yeah, big deal. I know it. Of course God loves me, because he has to. He's all love and, and whatever. Or, of course I'm a son of God, because, you know, I'm made by God. So, big deal. 
But um, what Brian Mike would say is that like, no, that that is a big deal. Like not sarcastically, because like like you said, Ian, like we don't have, we didn't have to exist. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing in us that says like we have to be here. The only reason we're here is because God loved us so much that He wanted us to exist, even though He knew us. He knew all the times when we would fall, all the times we would um, try to run away from Him, try to get away from Him, like as fast as we could. He's still like, you know what? I love this kid so much that I want him uh, to exist, which is just straight up nuts. Yeah, and like, I don't know, like I'm still just, just like reeling from just that, that fact, because like it's, before, like I always kind of thought of it like, yes, I am like a son of God because, I mean, that's, that's what all humans are, and Mm -hmm. I'm a human, so naturally, (laughs) yeah, like I'm, I'm part of it. But, like, not, like, specifically me. What I think, now, like, going through this more, though, too, is, like, I'm hearing it more. It's like, okay, so, he could have called me a person of God. He could have been, like, you are a person that I like. And that's all he could have said. And I could be okay with that, but not as okay, almost, with the idea of the son. Like, Mm -hmm. because there's just more relational it's to a that. whole different type of intimacy mm-hmm. yeah 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 that whole like knowledge thing like you were talking about like i feel like knowing somebody like not going off of or kind of going off of what you said from uh, your footnotes of the bible but like if you like know somebody you can like know about somebody like you know uh, the grades they got on test you can know where they live you know their name etc but like when you, like, actually, like, get to know somebody, like, in a relationship, I think that's the kind of thing like, where he said, like, before you were even made, I knew you. Like, he knew our personality, he knew our, you know, our thoughts, our struggles, our feelings, our desires, everything. Like, he knew us as, like, a best friend would know us, or a father, even better. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because, like, if, if we don't, if we don't accept that, like, if we're just at the part where it's, he knows things about me, then, like, if he knows things about me, then, like, he didn't really create me at all. Then, like, he knew these things were just going to spontaneously happen, and he he knew about them because he's, like, all-knowing. But the the choosing part, it's like, yeah. no, like, he's the one that made those happen. And, like, the way we are. And, like, I like how, how you brought up, Jonah, like, the that's the first love we had. Like, that was before we were even in the womb. Like, before, like, our parents even loved us. Like, even as, like, a little... <laughs> little sonogram thing that they they loved even though they didn't know us they didn't even know what gender we going to be we didn't know what name we were going to have they didn't know what we were going to look like and they they said like oh like we love like our baby even though we're not even in the world yet but like even before that love this was there Mm -hmm. i don't know it just Mm -hmm. i feel like there's just a lot there and i'm just trying to unpack it like as i talk but yeah, I think it's how we're all doing. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the nature of the show, I suppose. Mm, yeah, just whatever happens it happens. Yeah, happens. yeah. You went really quick, man. Sorry, sorry. Like, come on, give us a, give us a chance. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, might, I might have been expecting it. I'm yeah, sorry. but I do glad. I'm glad that you do bring it up, though. Just yeah. like it's a reminder. You have to remind yourself every single day, though. Like, seeing yourself as a child of God, seeing yourself as a son of God, is just as good as saying thank you to God. Hmm. 
in some sense, you know? Can you expand on that? Like, being able to say that is recognizing, like, who you are and recognizing the love that he's given to you. And when we thank God, we want to give him, we want to thank him for our love. Um, and just to say that, yeah, okay, God, I'm the son of God, like, is your recognition of not just being worthy of God, but recognizing what God is to you and being that he is your father and that he is protecting you and there and protect you and love you and um, be within your day. Um, just as we know with um, the fatherly figure that we stereotype as being there to protect you and love you and show support for you. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely more to that, I think, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that we can keep talking about. No, I, I like it, because, like, it also, um, when you talk about, like, those father, fatherly figures that we look up to, um, it brings in the whole fatherhood aspect, because, mm-hmm. like, obviously, if you're a son, then the other side of that coin is that there is a father, you know? Um and how deeply the desire is, like, to be, like, a dad. Like, obviously, we all have, like, some, like, shaky, shaky past, and maybe people don't have the best relationships with their father. But, like, God's, like, that perfect father. Mm-hmm. And, like, the desire, like, to be a father is, like, I think it's, like, the same desire just, like, to be, like, a mentor and to be there and to love. And, like, that's what he has, like, just, like, specifically for us, which I think is crazy. Um... Because, like, I was just talking, I was, I was back home this weekend, and I was able, I felt like a straight-up 40-year-old man. I went to the bar at, like, 6.30 to watch a college basketball game with my dad, and I was in my bed by 9.30 back home. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think you could get dad points on that. Yeah, yeah, some I, dad I points. felt like I should. <laughs> um, but anyway, just, like, I met up with some other, um, other people from back home, and my dad and one of his friends were just kind of talking about old, like, sports moments, um, either with myself or my older brother and this guy's sons, too. And just how it's so crazy to remember a story, how you think you remember it, and then to hear it from your dad's perspective. Because, mm-hmm. like, they were, they were telling, my dad was telling a story about um, my sectional uh, in my eighth grade baseball and like I remember it and I was like a big fan and like I was still like really excited um like reliving that moment because it was when we made it to state but like the way my dad told the story is just like how he remembered like all like the details of it and he was talking about how our coach was just like running down the sideline just like doing the whole windmill fist pump like the whole way in <laughs> like running into home and it's just like those little details that happened and you had no idea. Um, those are the ones that like stand out and like make it special. And like those are the ones that like those dads notice, you know, because like they're just looking to be a mentor, looking to be a father. Um, and I feel like that just kind of naturally flows from there. Does that make sense at all? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. So like kind of bounce off that. Um, and since I remember like having to do this project in one of my classes freshman year and it was a thing where like I just had to ask my parents like what like just about their like their childhood and stuff like that and um 
the point of doing it was to see like what the male and female perspectives of their childhood was like of their life was and like there's like these theories behind them saying like men often look towards like the money they made and the success they made and then like um women are i can't fully remember what it was but it's mostly of like this of like um the people they knew or um where they built themselves but like when i went to ask my dad my dad was like dude jonah that's a lot on me to like answer that question <laughs> of like who i was like who am i like what my whole story was and he went to like break it down he like started with it and like um I had to like cut him off in the middle because like he wasn't answering the questions of like oh well I went, had this job so I could make money and then I get like I did this and then because he was answering these he was answering in a way of like showing of his personality and showing of like who he was and what he was um, instead of so that like I had an like an understanding of who he was and like where he's come. And how he's grown and he instead of like this whole like stereotype i'm trying to like wrap this back because like so he didn't answer the question at all like like, like they your were project saying, said he, right. was, he was supposed to i took mm. that to heart in a way of like he was trying to show me his true side and what he was in to t almost a teaching moment to me within his life and like because like he just he was just recognizing his past and where he became and now what he is instead of like, okay, this is, these are just like the pinpoints of my life. Like they were just like the way he expressed it was in a way of like showing me something. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think like, that's what God does for us in some, in most ways he pinpoint, like, um, not particularly of like showing what he does, he does <laughs> like, but like in the, like in the sense of he's going to, bring you to these six perspectives of life to show you how to live your life and like where you are within yeah. life, I guess. I do, I do really like that because I feel like for, at least for me, and it seems like for you too, and I feel like for most people, like anytime you ask your parents about their past, they're like, oh boy, here's mm -hmm. an opportunity to give you a lesson of a mistake that I made or just a thing that happened to mm -hmm. me. And like that time where they biffed it, man. Yeah, the t when they biffed it, and now you can nip it, <laughs> just straight up. But um, but yeah, like every time that I've asked my parents about my past, they're like, okay, like here's here's what happened to me, like here's what I did, and here's where I stumbled, and here's where I like got you know where I got some graces. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I feel like that's in a, on the quasi kind of way, kind of the same thing with God too. Obviously, he doesn't really biff anything. Not really, mm -hmm. he doesn't biff anything. <laughs> um, straight up spits all the time but um <laughs> but uh he still like uses like his past in air quotes like the life of jesus for example like we can read that anytime anywhere and that's still a teaching opportunity even though it happened two thousand years ago it's still in the past for us but we can still learn from it in the present and in the future mm -hmm. which uh and i think that even in our pasts in our presence and not really our futures but um god can still use our past to like okay here's you know, where you might have stumbled and here's a way you can improve. Here's a way you can learn from your mistakes. Which yeah. I, yeah. Which I, I think it's really cool like how you brought that. Like, yeah, here's an opportunity where like, you know, okay, it's a teaching opportunity. Every opportunity is that for everyone basically. Yeah. I mean, this, us living on this earth is a teaching opportunity yeah. for us. Like, we can't just deserve heaven. Mm -hmm. like, we have to make it to heaven. 
and strive to make everybody else go to heaven. And that teaching moment from my father was a, that expectation of like, hey, this is what I did when I was a child. Look what you can do as you grow up in your childhood. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's I really like that. That gives me like entirely new perspective on um, the examine, actually, mm. like with Ignatius. Mm. Um, you know, like the, the end of the day thing. Because yep. um, like it's, I know like I'm not like very familiar with it. Like I, I, I do it like a handful of times, definitely not every night. But, like, I know it's supposed to be, like, significantly more than just, like, remembering your day. Like, it's supposed to be, like, all right. Because it's easier to see, like, where God was sometimes than, like, where he currently is. You know? Okay. Does that, does that make sense? I think so, Like, yeah. you, you can look back on your day and see those graces more than, like, you could have, like, during the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so now it's, like, I don't know. Now I'm just going to be able to picture that just kind of, like, sitting down. Um, sitting down like with like my father and like that's a teaching moment like that's what the exam is because it's like yeah like okay here we go another another time I all I did was ask like what what happened today and like all right teaching moment let's get after it mm-hmm. but like really that's like kind of how it should be so like I don't know I appreciate that for it puts that new light for me yeah for sure yeah yeah, I'm sorry I kind of, like, went off away from, like, what you were <laughs> No, but, like, against. yeah, I liked it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, for sure. I guess when we were talking, though, there was a little thing that might just, this might not be, like, a huge conversation, but I was thinking about it, um, and it might just be a fun little thing to just to think about. Um, but we were in my philosophy class before I actually came here, and we talked about, like, the person who made this theory was in the idea of like a body and a spirit is what makes up a person and it's a union and that's close to, that's basically what we believe yeah i mean it really is what we kind of believe as catholics um and we kind of brought it further in our conversation during um this class and was like so we believe that there's a spirit a body and that's what makes up that's what makes up a person and their identity and the way they live what does it come to with God, who doesn't have a body? He just is like a spirit. Um, does he have the capacity to think? Does God think? Like, hmm, interesting. So, like, I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on that. Like, does God think? So, like, I guess the question is, does he think, or does he like he just know? You know? It, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, like obviously he's gonna be what is it like omniscient? Is that the all knowing one? Yeah. So like, does he think though? I don't know. That's like the yeah. That's one of those brain teasers. That's like the incarnational Jesus thing. It's I like mean, Jesus probably thought about stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, to what extent, like, does he limit <laughs> what he knows and what he is forced to think about? I don't know. I remember I watched this one video on Catholic Answers. I think where they said like, God doesn't like think about things sequentially like you and I do. Like we think mm-hmm. like you know from A to B to Z to V to E etc. But, like, so God being omniscient, like, he, like, all knowledge is, like, immediately present to him in the eternal now, as they call it. So, like, he doesn't, like, think through thoughts through time like we have to. Because time is a creation of God, so he would just have all knowledge, like, immediately present to him. Right. That was kind of the, like, answer we kind of had was, like... Right. um, 
kind of which yeah i think makes sense like time is different within the earth and within the outside world um that god lives in where he can see of the whole time within the day so he knows of it all so there's not much of a reason for him to think Mm -hmm. not to say that he doesn't think but that's another idea that we don't have comprehension of yeah we're talking about some really big stuff that we're like not really qualified for i mean isn't that like the nature of the show though to like (laughs) sit down and talk about stuff that like we have absolutely no business talking about Mm -hmm. you're right you're right (laughs) and then we put it out on the internet for people to judge us on these things that we know nothing about which like thinking back on it probably isn't our best idea but yeah, I mean, so maybe, on maybe that. it was her best idea, because now like, people can judge us and be like, oh, what are these kids doing? Like, they're in over their heads, but yeah, maybe maybe we're killing it. Who knows? <laughs> but yeah, we, we see you, person, <laughs> who has a notebook out, yeah. writing down all our fallacies and everything that we did wrong, yeah. and getting mad at us and sending us hate mail, which you don't do, but you're doing that anyway. We see you. We don't care yeah. that we might be wrong. But if you want to send us some like, like, constructive criticism, we would be open to that if, mm-hmm. we're, if, we're, if we make some mistakes. And honestly, probably I'm are. not entirely opposed to the hate mail, because like, that means people listen. <laughs> yeah, and I have thoughts. I kind of want to read hate mail from our show, not going <laughs> to lie. Yeah. That would be kind of fun. But like, keep it like, I don't know, PG-13 hate mail. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like maybe just like one or two like letters from like the magazine, <laughs> you know, where they like cut out each letter. Actually, yeah, but like... Maybe yeah. not those. Those are kind of scary. Those are scary. <laughs> Thinking about it now. Um... Yeah, just don't kill us, but like hate mail, appreciate it. Yeah. Question we'll mark. <laughs> Constructive hate mail. Constru- <laughs> That's the title of this one. Constructive hate mail, welcome. <laughs> you know, yeah, we could totally see that there could be some criticism to us just starting our podcast. But yeah. um, have you started a podcast? Probably. I mean, it's not yeah, that hard. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we're doing it, and we're just kind of biffing our way through it, so we just have right, right, a few yeah. guys with the phone on, on a table. <laughs> so that, like, maybe if you haven't, you probably can. Yeah. So maybe, like, this is us inspiring you. If mm. you are currently discerning to start your own podcast, do it. Do yeah. it. Yeah. Like, don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> I love that meme. <laughs> but yeah, like you kind of mentioned, like, this is just straight up a few guys sitting in a room with a phone on the table when I hit the record button. Like, there's nothing special here, so we're just guys being dudes. Yeah, but Doing you're special. You are special, listener. <laughs> phone <laughs> that we're pointing at. <laughs> mm. So, like, I'm ready for us to start getting booked for motivational speeches. Yeah. Like... I assume, like, they'll each have a keynote at Seek yeah. 20... 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blood moves. <laughs> Blood alone moves the wheels of history. <laughs> I like this song with our glasses. Yeah, that made it sound yeah, like a song. Right? It sounded like an actual podium. <laughs> All right. Time we uh, I think we're just about over 31 minutes if, if uh, nothing got cut so like I don't know where it would be on the Spotify little little timer thing so I might I might have sounded like a goofball just there but that's okay I don't know I'll probably probably sound like a goofball the whole time I think I did that's that's okay though 
I mean, we all do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind, of, kind of our thing. I appreciate it. Yeah. But yeah, what do you think? You guys want to cut it? I don't know. Should we ask our viewers if they want us to sure. cut it? Sure. Uh, what do you guys think? Uh, should we... I'm going to take the resounding silence as a yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. How do, we, how do we end these things? I kind of forgot. Uh, subscribe! Boom. <laughs> <Got it. laughs>